You're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. Well, good morning, everybody. It is... Um... It is a wonderful day. I'm coming to you pre-recorded. I'm, I'm actually recording this on Friday, so we've got time to get the videos and songs and all that stuff put together. So this is a little early for me, but this is coming to you live on Sunday morning in your homes uh, at 1045. Um, first, before we just go any further, we need to, if you see them, if you find yourself uh, having an opportunity to do this, really think... Sarah, my wife, and Steve, our sound engineer, uh, really thank them for their effort because this is something that was a foreign concept to us not too long ago. We just had no idea how to do this. And through the pandemic, um, we adapted. And because of Steve and because of Sarah, we were able to adapt and come and create this live stream process and, uh, and this setup that we can do it and we can host it from our own website. We don't have to use other apps um, or other platforms. We get to do this on our own website. We have control over it. And Steve mixes all this stuff and Sarah and they, they put all this stuff together. The scriptures will be on your screen. That's all because of them. This is stuff that's behind the scenes that nobody sees. We just enjoy. We just get to partake of it. And so Really, if you get the opportunity, really tell them thank you, because they serve this church so well. They serve this body, and they serve this community with their whole hearts. Um, and so I, I know for me as a pastor, I am beyond blessed to have people of their caliber um, that work here. And not just work here, but they serve here. They choose to be here. If there wasn't a paycheck involved, they would still be here serving this house And so they're just called here. So grateful to the Lord for calling people of such quality to us in little old sundown. Um, Church, we should not be able to do what we're doing right now. Um, And to do it to the quality in which we can deliver it to you. Um, We're going to work on getting a better camera here in the future uh, so that you can see my ugly mug a little bit clearer. But we, uh, we have such people of incredible quality and talent. Uh, Jay uh, picked all those songs that you got to listen to this morning. Beautiful songs. Listen to those songs. Those are anthems over 2024 and the year that we're going into. As the Lord, as, as Jay seeks the Lord's heart on this year, these are, these are some of the songs that, that the Lord put on His heart for us. Um, so just really, really excited for, for what this new year is going to bring. And now a little bit about why we're not meeting. Um, through the pandemic, the blessing of that pandemic, that, you know, it was a difficult season. Not all of us would call that a blessing. But what the Lord did in that was beautiful is that he removed the worship of a routine of church and he established the intimacy of his presence back in our homes. And if we allowed for that, that's what he did. And I, there's testimonies in this house of families that came together stronger and, and are deeper and, and more deeply rooted in each other's stories um, than ever before because of that time, because of that season. And the Lord desired that. He took a bad thing and he, he made beautiful things out of it, right? That's what the Lord does. And so I love 
to sprinkle in every now and then uh, a Sunday at home. Because it is important for us to make sure that we are investing in the presence of the Lord, in the presence of God in our homes as a family, pursuing Him together as a family, uh, as your immediate family in your homes, establishing the goodness of God there. Because then when the goodness of God and the presence of God dwells in our homes and we interact with it on a daily basis, can you imagine what our meetings begin to look like when we gather together on Sunday mornings in this house? It's a very different kind of experience because we have been pursuing the presence of God in our daily lives. We've met with the presence of God from the moment that we woke up to the moment we lay our heads down because we've established His presence and we've established a place of intimacy in our homes with Him. It's so important, church. It's so crucial. Um, So I love that we get to do this. This is, it, it, it comes at perfect timing too because we are, we are stepping into this new year. Next Sunday, we're stepping into this series of who is Sundown Church? What is Sundown Church? What are our, our core beliefs? What do we pursue? What do we treasure? Um, what, what has the Lord taught us? What has the Lord spoken over this house specifically? In Sundown, Texas, what are the words and the promises over this house? We're going to dive into that. And one of the best ways to begin is to recognize where he had us start uh, nearly four years ago. He had us start over in our homes to capture that intimacy in his presence. So I love that you're there. I can't wait to see how the Lord is going to bless you and bless your families. And before we start, I'm just going to pray over you, pray over your homes and pray over this this time together. Um, Lord, I thank you for these people. I thank you for those that are listening now and those that will listen later. I pray for immense blessing to be poured out upon their homes. Father God, I pray that as they gather, as they're, as they're watching this on the TV, Father God, that you would just come into the center of the room. They would be captivated by your heart. They'd be captivated by your presence. That we would be consumed by the goodness of who you are. That you would establish your presence in an intimate relationship with you in our homes, with our families. Father God, we love you. Father God, we praise you. We lift your name on high. We pray blessing over this year of 2024. We pray for breakthrough beyond our wildest dreams. We pray for provision to continue to walk through those stormy days. Lord, I pray that we would remember the favor that is upon us. That it's not always easy to be favored by you. But it is beautiful. And it leads us to a life beyond anything that we ever imagined for ourselves. Beyond our wildest dreams. You will lead us into blessing and provision and revelation. Beyond anything we've ever discovered or understood before. I pray that those that are listening would understand that they are favored. You are favored by the Most High. He has profound and miraculous things in store for you. Seek Him and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. I pray that that would be who we are this this year, church. 
Father God, I pray that that would be our heartbeat, that we may not have much to give, but we would have hearts that beat for you. We would freely give our lives to you. Lord, you don't need anything but a heart that beats for you to do miraculous and amazing things. So I pray that we would remove all the conditions and expectations that we place on ourselves of what a good Christian looks like, of how a good Christian should act, of how a good Christian should worship or or pursue relationship, Father God, and we would just simply have hearts that beat for you and you alone. Everything else will take care of itself. But I pray that we would have hearts that beat for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, we're going to start this morning, or again, this is also very odd for me. This is coming to you in the morning, but this is coming to me at two in the afternoon. So I'm a little thrown off. I'm using my typical Sunday morning language, and it's not accurate, and my brain is confused. Uh, So just bear with me in that. But uh, we will be starting in Genesis 22, verse 1. We're going to read through this, and this is something that has been on my heart for several weeks. Several weeks, and as I've been sitting with it and and just um, trusting the Lord in it and just chewing on it a little bit, um, to just see what it is that the Lord has for us in this word, why particularly this word stuck to me, grabbed a hold of me. And there's just, it's just beautiful what the Lord has in store for us in 2024. I cannot wait. I am so excited. I don't know what it is. I just know it's good. I just know that there is a, there is a stirring of excitement. There's always a stirring of excitement around a new year and what the Lord has in store for it. There's provision and profound blessing. And so I'm really excited. But I want to start um, with this word that the Lord gave me several weeks ago and, and now has released me to share with you um, today. Genesis 22, verse 1. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. He said, take your... Take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him and his son, Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day of On the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young man, stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. And again, er, and Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it on Isaac, his son. And he took in his hand the fire and the knife. So So they went both of them together. And Isaac said to his father, Abraham, my father, and he said, here I am, my son. He said, behold, the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went, both of them, together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. And the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. 
And he said, Here I am. He said, Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram caught in the thicket by his horns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son. I will surely bless you, and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore. And your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies, and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba. And Abraham lived at Beersheba. There, there is a lot in that story that we can talk about. There is, there is so many lessons. In those 19 verses, there are so many lessons within this about the faithfulness of God, about the trust of a relationship, about the understanding that when the Lord makes a promise to you, He intends to keep it, and there's not anything that He could tell you to do or not do that's going to prevent that promise. If you're walking in the will of God, that promise will come to you, period. Right? That's just, that has nothing to do with what we're talking about this morning. It, but it's within here. There's so many wonderful and beautiful lessons. Read that for yourself. Read that a couple times over and see if many lessons and many words and of, of revelation about who God is and his nature towards you don't pop out at you. Um, there's so much to take away from this story. But the main point that I want to talk about this morning is one that I've not I've not tied this story to this word before. Um, but I'm glad that the Lord did it for me now. Isaac, I'm sure, was grateful that his father continued hearing. It did not stop after he had heard. There are a lot of dead promises out there, church, because we stopped listening after we heard something. Let, let me say that again. I'm sure that Isaac is grateful that his father continued to listen for the Lord instead of shutting his ears off after he had heard from the Lord. If it was not for the present tense of him listening, Isaac would have died upon the altar. Do you hear what I'm saying? If it was not for Abraham continuing to listen faithfully to God, he would have missed the provision for the moment. And he would have lost access to the fullness of the promise. Because the promise that the Lord made to Abraham was not just for a son, but for descendants that outnumbered the stars in the sky and the sand on the seashore. From one who was barren to have the inheritance and the offspring that would populate the entirety of the earth. That's profound. But that promise was only partly accessed when he had Isaac. 
He had to continue hearing to find himself in the place where the rest of the promise could be released to him. And again, how many dead promises are laying out there because we stopped listening after we heard? Look at Romans 10. Verse 5 is where we'll start. For Moses writes about the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who does the commandments shall live by them. But the righteousness based on faith says, Do not say in your heart who will ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down, or who will descend into the abyss, that is to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes and is justified and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. For the scripture says everyone who believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, bestowing his riches on all who call him. For Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him whom they have, not, whom, whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. Faith comes from hearing, not having heard. But so many, so many of us live from having heard and not hearing. Okay, you have heard a word. We have heard a word to get to where we are. So many of us hear a word from the Lord. We seek and we pray and we listen and the Lord delivers a word. And, and now we know what the next steps are. And then we complete those steps. But we're no longer listening. We're no longer listening. So what do we start doing? We start listening to ourselves. We start creating the steps. We start operating within our own devices and within our, within our own ability. And we miss God. Because what got us here was having heard. What gets us there is hearing. We have to continue to hear. We have to continue to listen. It is in the continuous hearing that leads us into promise. The Lord will always usher you into promise and into blessing. The Lord doesn't sit back and hope that you make it through the door. The Lord wants to meet you in the place where the promise awaits you. You hear what I'm saying? The Lord will speak to you a promise. He will speak to you a promise there and He will wait for you here where the promise is to be received, where the promise is to come to fruition. Received here, come to fruition back here. He wants to usher us into it. But how can he usher a people in that are not listening? We have to be hearing, not just having heard. And we miss out on the promises of God because we, we only operate based on what we've heard and not what we are currently hearing. It's a present tense statement. We have to be listening, present tense, to his voice. 
In 2024, it belongs to those who are listening for His voice. Because there are forgotten promises. Promises that the Lord made you that you have long since forgotten. You've forgotten about them. And that is okay. Because He hasn't. He has not forgotten about them. Dreams that you've let go of. That you've laid aside. That you thought were, were not accessible anymore. You became discouraged. And you let those dreams go or you forgot about them. There are dreams, forgotten promises, and blessing. These things are waiting for you. They're waiting for you. They are for you. They are waiting for you to be actively hearing as He leads you into that which your heart longs for. There are desires in your heart placed there by God that you yearn to see. With every fiber of your being, you yearn to see these things come to life and come to pass and exist before your eyes come to fruition. And the key, I'm telling you, church, is the hearing. The Lord has put such a profound and amazing emphasis on this. And this is not a word of condemnation or conviction. That's not what this is because we all do this. Right? We all do this. My kids are such great and amazing examples of this. Uh, you guys all know this. Those that are parents, you have all seen this. Uh, you've experienced this. You start talking to a kid about something that they want to hear about. Or you, you start, let's say, uh, like with my, with my kids. Um, you know, we're going to go fishing. Me and my boys, we're going to go fishing. I'll tell them we're going to go fishing. They're gone. They're so excited. Their mind starts spinning. They start thinking about all the cool things that they're going to do, catching fish, all this different stuff. And they miss the instructions that I'm speaking after that of things that we got to do to get ready to go do that. Right? It, it's the same. I'm, I'm trying to get them ready to, to come hunting with me, to get out there and sit in a tree stand and do all that good stuff. But there's so much instruction that's required. But I just tell them, hey, I'm going to take you guys hunting. And boom, they're gone. They heard what they wanted to hear and they've totally checked out after that. It's an innocent thing that we as Christians, we do it all the time. We're not intending to ignore God. We don't want to ignore God. You, if you wanted to ignore God, you would have never heard Him in the first place. So I know that's not your heart. I, that's not my heart. That's not what we seek to do. But what ends up happening is that we hear, and that hearing gets us to a place, but we've not continued to listen, and so we don't know where to go next. And we thrust the, the knife down upon that which we last heard, and we miss that which he was speaking in that moment. So this is a year for the people of God that will belong to those that are listening. Not having heard, but hearing. Present tense. Because the Lord is going to tell you and speak to you over and over and over every step you are to take. The Lord will speak to you of when it's time and what direction and where to step. Every single step the Lord has anointed for you. And if you're listening, you will not misstep. You will not fall. You will not stumble. 
But we have got to be a people that are not operating on what we have heard, but what we are hearing. That would be like me as a pastor, having heard of what the Lord wanted to do three years ago, or even eight years ago when I came here. Um, eight years. And I, I still remember the first word the Lord gave me. But if I were still preaching that word because I heard it back here, it would have no application for right here. Because that was a word that was meant to lead me on this path that would eventually get me here. Hearing new things. That was a building block. How do we as a church grow if we only teach that which we heard back here? No, we've got to continue listening because we are made for an ever-increasing glory. And there are new things to discover at each new level of glory. Amen? There are new things, new aspects of God, new aspects of His heart that we get to encounter, that we get to discover at each new degree of glory as we elevate from glory to glory to glory as the Lord has intended. But it requires us to be active participants in listening to His voice. And when we do that, church, one, life is a lot easier. That doesn't mean that there are not hard days, but oh my goodness, does life get easier? It really does. It just gets simpler because I just listen to Him. I don't listen to anything else. I listen to Him. I'm not perfect at this. I'm working on this. You all know this. This is a word for me just as much as it is a word for you. But in 2024, let's be a people that are not a people that have heard, but a people that are hearing the voice of God in every matter. That as you wake up on a Sunday morning, you are hearing, listening, actively listening to the Lord for anything that He may have for this morning. For that Sunday morning as you come to church, any word that He may have for someone that is going to be there, someone that may sit next to you, a friend, a family member, a word of knowledge or revelation or, or, or a need for prayer and the laying on of hands. All these things are possible and our church flourishes flourishes and grows and is a delight and overflows with joy and kindness and the goodness of God when we are people who are actively listening to what the Lord has for each other. It's how the church grows. We have to be active listeners, not those that just have heard. So many, um, unfortunately, we, uh, so many operate on having heard and not hearing. So let's be a people who are present tense, hearing the Lord in every matter of every day, in every situation, listening and hearing what He has to say. And I'm telling you right now, 2024 will be the best year yet. It will be profound. It will be miraculous. It will overflow with the goodness of God, the kindness of God, and the blessing of God. That there would be promises that you've forgotten, but the Lord hasn't. Promises that you see come to fruition. Blessing and provision that you see come... Uh, to pass, that you see uh, laid before you on your journey, uh, profound revelation that you've been seeking and that you've been waiting for, delivered and given to you, spoken over you, because you're hearing. That's my prayer for myself this year, that I would be an active listener, not operating on what I have heard, but operating on what I'm hearing from the Lord each and every day, each and every moment. And I pray that that would be the same for you. 
that we would be a people that are not operating on what we have heard, but a people that are operating on what we have heard and are hearing right now in this very moment. Have heard and hearing, both, not one or the other, both together, having heard from him and currently hearing from him, that we would have a history of his voice, a history of him speaking, a history of his promises and his faithfulness coming to pass. So that is my prayer. As we enter into 2024, I pray that that would be the case for us, that we would be active listeners to the Lord's voice and that we would be a people that our hearts collectively beat for Him in Him alone. Well, church, I love you. I pray that you had an amazing and wonderful Christmas. It was a blessing and a joy for my family. It was a treasured, treasured day. Um, I, and I am beyond thrilled to be with you again next week. I cannot wait. We will be in here. It will just be uh, church, no Sunday school. It'll just be church at 1045. Come ready. I cannot wait to see you, to worship with you, and to engage the Lord with you. It's going to be blessed. So I just pray blessing over your families, blessing over your homes, and blessing over your year. I pray that this would be a year of favor, that the world would look and see so clearly as they look at you, as they look at your family, they would say that the favor of the Lord is upon them. The favor of the Lord is upon this house, upon this family, upon this person, this man, this woman. It is upon them. That's the only logical explanation is that the favor of the Lord has saturated their story. I pray that this would be the case for you this year. I pray that you would have ears to hear and eyes to see, that you would be so in tune with the Lord's voice that you could not ignore it if you tried. You could not miss it for anything that we would be active listening, active listeners and active listening people. Lord, we love you. We praise you. This is all for your glory. And we cannot wait to see what you do in 2024. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you all.